This is Retirement Paradise with Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Greg provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in paradise. Aloha and welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, please feel free to give us a call at 808-791-2924. You can also visit us online at therogroup.org. Now, the surest sign that a new year has rolled around is the pronouncement of New Year's resolutions. For many people, resolutions include losing a few pounds, cutting down their screen time, or getting to bed at a better hour. While those are all perfectly good resolutions, you may want to make a few financial New Year's resolutions as well. Now, we all know that 2020 was a tough year for many Americans as well as American businesses, but personally, I'm choosing to look at the silver lining, that 2021 is going to be the year when it all turns around. And what better way to spark that turnaround than making some changes to how you manage your finances? Now, before we resolve to address our New Year's resolutions, let me introduce my co-host for the first time in 2021, Tony Shore. Good to be with you today. Yeah, good to be with you here, Greg. Thanks for having me on the show. And I think this is going to be a great year for our listeners and for the show and for hopefully everyone out there. It's got to be a better year, right? We've got to stay optimistic. So uh, I'm there, but I have to say I'm doing better now that I heard you describe what we're talking about today, because earlier you said today's show would be about New Year's resolutions. And I panicked thinking, uh, I'm just going to hear about how I have to eat less pizza and exercise more for the entire show. <laughs> but uh, we're talking about financial New Year's resolutions, so that's good. Yes. That's good. Yes. That's good. <laughs> that's good. I won't feel as convicted then because I think uh, financial resolutions I can do. Uh, I can't eat less pizza. I mean, what are you asking me to do there? Come on. <laughs> right? I know, right? Not fair. Yeah, not fair. But, uh, but yeah, I'm doing great. How about you? Have you been busy? Has the new year been good so far? Yes. Uh, you know, well, we can only go up <laughs> after 2020. Right. It's been a rocky year. But, yeah, I'm excited about the new year. And um, I know we took a couple of weeks off of the show as we celebrated the holidays. And it's it's good to be back on online with you. Yeah. And, and I have to say, I'm eager to leave 2020 in the rearview mirror as well. And embrace the new year. And and like you, I think it's going to be a better year. Let's focus on some financial resolutions. That's a great topic. And I'm sure you'll do your best to, uh, as always, be informative and we'll have some fun with it. So uh, what's the first thing you want to talk about? Well, I have an excellent article from CNBC and it was titled 10 Financial New Year's Resolutions to Set Now and Achieve in 2021. And it has some really great insight. And according to a poll cited in the article, when asked about their financial New Year's resolutions, 49% of the people said they wanted to save more, 33% said they wanted to improve their credit score, and 31% noted that they wanted to create a personal budget. So let's start by looking at saving more, which tops both the poll and the articles list of financial resolutions. 
So while saving more money will always require a, a fair amount of personal discipline, there are a number of great tools that can help make it easier. Um, most commonly, you can boost the amount you're kicking into your 401k or employer-sponsored plan. You can make automatic transfers to high-yield savings accounts and identify ways to eliminate your unnecessary spending. Right, and that's the key right there. Now, you talk about un unnecessary spending. How do credit cards factor into saving more money? I mean, after all, credit cards can be problematic, but they are a necessary financial tool for a lot of people. Yeah, really good point um, there, Tony. And while we should all use credit cards conservatively, there are cards out there that you can use to your advantage. You know, for example, uh, many of the market's most popular cards offer legitimately good rewards um, like cashback and most popular probably the, the the miles, the airline miles. And long story short, you know, the occasional use of a credit card as part of your budget and part of your, your strategy, make sure you're using one that has those advantages beyond just, you know, making it convenient to purchase things. Yeah, I think that's a good piece of advice. I mean, a lot of folks receive I mean, most of us probably receive a steady stream of credit card offers through email and traditional mail. And, you know, you can compare rates and that's something we should always do before signing on the dotted line or getting a new credit card. Uh, with a little research, you can find credit cards out there that have really good and attainable rewards and that you're right, that can be a prudent financial move. Yeah, yeah. Here in in Hawaii too, those airline miles ones, because you know all oh, travel yeah. from Hawaii starts with <laughs> with an air ticket. Yep. So a lot of people use those here. Um, and the next good financial New Year's resolution that we mentioned is improving your credit score. And it's no great revelation to say that the better your credit score is, the smoother much of your overall financial life will be. So if your credit score is currently below seven hundred raising it should be one of your top priorities for 2021. And you can improve your score by paying the full amount you owe on time. And auto pay is a great way to help you do this. So if you do have debt, paying it off aggressively and as soon as possible also could help raise your credit score. And when it comes to a healthier score, you should limit the number of new accounts you open and obviously also reduce your overall spending. Right. I mean, there are plenty of online tools out there that you can use to monitor your credit score. And, you know, a lot of banks and credit unions also provide credit score monitoring. So fortunately, it's easier than ever before to keep an eye on it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and closely monitoring your credit can help ensure no surprises, you know, have a negative impact on your score, too. So the next financial New Year's resolution involves closely monitoring something else, your spending. Now, crafting a personal budget is a great idea for the new year. Budgets can sometimes feel like you know a pair of handcuffs, but at the same time, they're a useful way to keep yourself on track as you build your way towards your retirement goals. And begin by noting your fixed expenses. So your rent, your mortgage payment, um, your cell phone bill, internet costs, cable, groceries, gas, everything. And compare those fixed expenses against your income and determine how much you can reasonably spend on other things like dining out and, and entertainment. There's a great app and it's free on your phone um, called Daily Budget. And it has you put all these things in and it gives you how much uh, extra cash you can spend on a daily basis. And so when you don't spend it, it carries over to the next day. So it's a free app. And I think if you do want to create a budget, I encourage people to download that. Yeah, that's awesome. And this has been a great show so far today. 
uh, Greg, but we do have to take a quick break here. Is there anything else you have for us before we do? Well, I'd just like to encourage our listeners to visit my website at therogroup.org, or you can also feel free to give my office a call. Our number is 808-791-2924, and you can ask specific questions about what you hear about the show today. If you want to develop a budget or a retirement strategy, um, our team is eager to help you. All right. Well, let's jump right back into it. I mean, we're talking about financial New Year's resolutions and how to embrace them and make it easier to reach those financial goals this year. And it's a good way to get financially ready for the rest of the year. How do you want to uh, proceed from here? What do you have for us next? Well, uh, we'll reference that article. So the next potential solution from the article I cited earlier, and again, that was titled 10 Financial New Year's Resolutions to Set Now and Achieve in 2021. It's, a, it's on CNBC.com if you guys want to check it out. And it is noted to entirely pay off your credit cards. Now the article notes that a little more than 60% of Americans have at least one credit card and the average balance is nearly $6,200. So with those numbers in mind, it's easy to see why getting out of credit card debt is a high priority for many people. Now, easier said than done, right? So how do you do this? How are you gonna tackle this credit card debt? Well, one solution is to consolidate your debt into one transfer card. So there's a lot of them out there, uh, 0% for balance transfers, and I've seen them as long as 21 months. So if you've got two, three, four cards up there and you have, say, that average of $6,200, transfer them all to a zero balance, a zero uh, interest rate balance transfer card and tackle that. That way everything will be going to principal and you'll be able to pay that off much faster. Well, yeah, and it may be also a smart play to meet with someone like yourself, Greg, a financial professional, to talk about ways that you can relieve some of that credit card debt as well as your other debts and look at the overall financial picture and how that's going to fit in there. Uh, What do you have next for us? Well, we'll stick with the credit cards um, for now, and we'll touch on the importance of paying them on time. Of course, a balance transfer is a good tool for getting out of debt, but the most powerful way to use it is to pay your balance, you know, obviously before the end of that promotional 0% rate and make sure your payments are always on time. Use auto pay. Now utilize this uh, overall credit card strategy. Make sure that you know all the various terms, especially the end date of that promotional, you know, 0% window. And once you know that date, draft your plan accordingly so that you can pay it all the way off during that time frame. And once you get that balance down to zero and it's finally paid off, you can still use those perks, you know, the airline miles, the cash back, but just make sure that you're paying off the balance every month. Don't go over your budget. So, I mean, I think most of us have an idea, but why do you say it's so important to pay off that balance each month? Well, other than just, you know, the obvious of, of not getting into that trap again, there's there's actually a few reasons. when. When you consider that your payment history is the single most important component of your credit score, it's obvious just how important it is to pay that balance off each and every month. And most importantly, paying off your balance each and every month, it really boosts your credit score by reducing what's called your uh, utilization rate. And that's the amount of credit that you're using versus the amount of credit that's available. So it also you know, reduces your charges, the interest rate, and the fees that pop up and, You know that can from cycle to cycle. So several reasons why it's important to do that. Yeah. And those suggestions make a lot of sense. Of course, if for some reason you absolutely can't pay off the entire balance each month, which as you just said, you you really should, 
you have to at the very least make the minimum payment. You don't want to be late and you don't want to miss a payment because you can get hit with late fees and maybe even uh, penalty interest rates. It could affect the interest rate you're paying. So I think it's really important to note that. Yeah, and some some credit cards, even if you're a day late, like if your payment's due on the 15th, you don't pay it till the 16th, they might slap you with a $35 fee. Um, so if you have one of those cards, dump it, you know, and get something that that is a little bit more more lenient. Sure. Now, I, th- I think there's one more uh, important financial New Year's resolution when it comes to credit cards, and that's don't open any more of them. Right. <laughs> it can be tempting to open up a new card, you know, especially when you're inundated with with all these offers and they keep coming in Um, but it can often be a pretty bad idea and we should note that there's no you know fixed number when it comes to how many cards you should really have it could be two it could be six it's simply a matter of how many you can safely and conveniently manage without falling into that trap Yeah. yeah and i think most of us could resolve to tighten up our overall financial strategies in 2021 and the good news is Uh, obviously, as you've been talking about, some simple but powerful ways to get that done. Uh, Now, moving along, you know, we're talking about financial New Year's resolutions, and a lot of these are very achievable. I I think financial resolutions, if you put your mind to it, are a lot easier to achieve than you might think, than some of your other resolutions and easier to stick to. So what do you have for us now? What's the next piece? Well, in this final segment, I got some uh, some interesting things uh, for us. Now, all of these financial New Year's resolutions are designed to help position us to achieve our retirement goals. So for this last segment, I thought we'd change things up a little bit and talk more specifically about retirement. Now, I recently came across another uh, great article. This one's by uh, Kiplinger, and it the headline, uh, I have to confess, made me chuckle a little bit, and it was it was titled, "If retirement planning sounds Greek to you, you're on the right track." <laughs> so I, I think this one is a uh, is a good reference today. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Does this mean you're going to hit us with a little philosophy? <laughs> well, <laughs> actually, to a certain degree, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Um, I don't really consider myself to be, you know, a philosophy scholar, so I'll definitely try to keep this light. But the article notes three ways that Aristotle's teachings can help you get a fresh perspective on your financial strategy. And particularly as we continue to deal with, you know, the fallout of, of COVID. Now I asked the same question you might be asking yourself right now, what does Aristotle have to say about building a strong retirement strategy? And the answer is more than you think his concepts of ethos, pathos, and logos which have been around for thousands of years, can still be very beneficial. Well, I'm mostly thinking two things right now, Greg. Uh, First, I I have no idea where you're going with this. And second, (laughs) I can't wait to find out where you're going with this. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, let's jump right in. Uh, First, we'll look at ethos, okay, which means character first. So when it comes to building your retirement strategy, you need to have absolute faith that your plan has complete credibility. For Aristotle, uh, the article explains that the purpose of ethos was to inspire trust in the audience he was addressing. So when it comes to ethos and your financial services professional, let's focus on four words, trust, competence, empathy, and commitment. Do you and your financial services professional trust one another? If you don't, the relationship can't move forward. Next, do you believe your financial services professional has the experience, uh, the, the know-how, and the talent to help you build the kind of retirement you truly want? 
Well, yeah, trust and competence are very critical, I think, when it comes to working with uh, a financial uh, advisor. Uh, and so I like where this is going. What about empathy and commitment? Well, in terms of empathy, it comes down to whether or not you and your financial service professional both have rock solid belief in your retirement strategy. And commitment is really about you. Are you completely willing to follow your strategy all the way to the end while also being flexible enough to make needed adjustments in a timely manner? And in a survey uh, referenced in the article, almost half of those who responded said they're feeling more financial stress right now than they did when the pandemic began. So clearly that kind of financial stress can increase the risk of overly emotional decisions that may shred even a strongly designed retirement strategy. Okay. All right. I think I have ethos down. So what, what can you tell us about pathos? Well, translated, um, pathos can mean both experience and suffering. And Aristotle would use this technique to make an emotional connection with his audience and to build their passion. So as pathos relates to your retirement strategy, you should think about four words, four Ps, persona, passion, purpose, and path. So persona is who you think you'll be in retirement. And passion is what you hope to learn about yourself and discover about the world once you've retired. So open the door. Right. Open the door. And I think persona and passion are two great words for retirement because like you say, they remind us that retirement can be really the ultimate adventure. And how about purpose and path then? Well, your purpose is taking that passion and using it as a path during retirement. And the word path simply refers to whether or not you're going to stick to the strategy that you've built as you wind your way through retirement. So you can think of the four P's of pathos as the building blocks of your ideal retirement so that you can eventually write down your own story in your own way. Well, I certainly feel like I'm getting a feel for Aristotle now. So what about logos? Well, I, I love the word logos because it means logic or reason. And Aristotle took these ideas and used them to have reasoned conversations. So for retirement strategy purposes, this is where you'd apply your own logic and intelligence to your strategy. You can better understand the concept of logos with four words, expectation, balance, reason, and advice. So expectation uh, can help you determine if your current retirement portfolio will truly support your retirement dreams and goals. Balance means ensuring that your retirement assets have the right balance between risk and reward. And the word reason applies to whether or not you have a full understanding of just how long and costly that your retirement may actually be. And, and advice is all about making sure you and your financial services professional are hearing one another. Right. And, and that's certainly taking us out on a high note. I think that's a great analogy, the Greek philosophy analogy and applying that toward retirement. Uh, this has been a great show, but we're out of time. Is there anything else you want to talk about or add before we go, Greg? Well, we've covered a lot in this episode, you know, from New Year's resolutions to, uh, 
philosophy. So (laughs) if you have any more questions or you want any more details about it, I want to encourage our listeners to visit my website at therogroup.org or give our office a call at 808-791-2924 and we can discuss how my team might be able to answer your questions, address your concerns, and get an actual retirement strategy in place for you that you can look forward to. All right. That sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org. Greg Gunther and the Retirement Optimization Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.